Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. And so 
wishing blessings upon everyone during this trying time, but I am certain that we will make it through this together. And so without further ado, the very first thing that you should see up on that news on that news uh, page there on everythinghr.net is a sample coronavirus communication to your employees. I cannot tell you how valuable and how important it is for you to have consistent communication with your employees. Whether your business has been shut down completely or not, either you develop a Zoom meeting, a YouTube, or an email chain, or something, you must keep them informed as to what's going on with the business. There is nothing worse than having an employee feel as if they've totally lost their job, you don't intend to bring them back, they don't know what's going to happen. But if you keep them informed and in the loop as to what's going on with the company, they will be able to plan accordingly. Okay? And so one of the things uh, that we have up there that is just a sample communication Feel free to use it in any way you want, change it, but that communication should come from you, not from someone else. And so one of the things that I would highly recommend that you do is you take over the fouling process. I knew a number of times in other programs and for our customer base in the beginning of the year, we always issue out those compensation statements that we talk about and that hidden paycheck. Well, the things that we're going to talk about today are the things in that hidden paycheck are the options that your employees are going to be able to utilize from a financial standpoint. And the first option is really the unemployment question. Now, um, I want you to scroll down on our website, and we're going to talk about the very next one. It says the difference between a furlough, a layoff, and a reduction in workforce. Do understand a furlough is just simply you placing that employee on a leave, okay? If you terminate that employee or even, quote, unquote, lay them off, you can accidentally, accidentally end up disqualifying them for some of the federal benefits. So it's best that you don't, you know, terminate them or anything like that, make certain you do things in its proper order. So that's what a furlough is. It's just merely a leave or a temporary layoff, okay? And so if we take a look at the very next one, the very next one is that's your layoff where you intend to lay them off, but you intend to call them back at a certain period of time. It's very important that as you're talking with your employee base, you do not make a contractual uh, obligation or commitment to those employees. You let them know it may be an indefinite layoff, but you do have intentions to bring them back. So your wording is very, very important. Okay? The next one is a reduction in workforce. A reduction in workforce can come at any time during our economic cycle. Okay, it's just simply saying you're reducing your entire workforce. Okay, and so that's where that 
comes into place. You can also see at the very bottom of that page, I have the IRS press release to talk about the lease and how those should be applied. And so I want you to go back on the website, everythinghr.net, for you that joined us a little bit late. And I want you to click on that option that says Employee Reduction Program Options. Now I'm going to take you step-by-step step as to each one of these and how you actually apply these. Okay. The, in, this is for the state of Michigan people. What is a WorkShare program? For those of you that have businesses, and your businesses are a part of those essential functions that are still open and you're able to still operate, you may not be able to operate fully, but you're able to operate in some capacity. Your employees have taken a reduction of hours, and that reduction of hours is where the employee can end up applying for unemployment. So you're going to be still giving them whatever hours that they obtain uh, during this, you know, partial, you know, reduction or, or of your uh, services or products that you're providing, and the state will pick up the other portion. Now, do understand the maximum benefit for all employees, regardless of what their earnings were, is $362. At the bottom of that uh, sheet there on that website, there's a sheet that goes into WorkShare that gives you an example to let you know if their hours were reduced by 20%, then they're going to get 20% of $362, and that's if they had the maximum paid in to unemployment during this past quarter, which right now we're at the end of March, so it would be as of December 31st, if they had paid in $3,744, they will receive the max of $362, okay? Now, the work share will give them whatever the percentage of hours that they have lost during this reduction or cutback um, there with, that you're experiencing in your business and they have in their hours that has been reported. Again, at the very bottom of that page, there is an example of that to walk you through it. Now, this is key. Do understand, the first preference that you want, if you're in business and you're still able to operate under some function, select the WorkShare program because that allows that individual to actually take in more compensation over and above what you're providing to them right now. It may not be much, but something is better than nothing, okay? The next program that we have on here, the next thing we're talking about is a temporary leave versus a termination. Do understand that when you place an individual on a temporary leave, you, you are not terminating them, okay? This is important because if you terminate them, they will not be able to access the federal programs which we're about to talk about next. But if you place them on a temporary leave, they have the opportunity to also apply for unemployment as well as the federal programs. That's the difference in the two. 
Now, for some of you, you, your employees may have filed on their own, and I get it. I understand it. Some of you may have, have told them to go ahead and file because you're thinking in the same way your employees are, I've lost my job, you know, I don't have any income, don't know what's going on, and so you, naturally you tell them to go ahead and file for unemployment. The best way to do it is that you file on their behalf. By you filing on their behalf, you're better able to actually track the process for them, and the response time is much greater than the employee doing it on their own. Right now, I'm sure you quite know that the state's system is overwhelmed um, with individuals trying to get into the system in order to file for unemployment. There is a way that you can file as the employer, which is the best way. It, re it relieves the state of Michigan resources, speeds up the process for them. When you file on the employee's behalf, the employee and you receive a notification and confirmation of their filing and what their status is within 24 hours. You do not have to worry about if that particular employee has worked for other employers. The system will automatically pull in all of that information on behalf of the employee. So you don't need their other companies, EIN or EAN, and you know, so none of that information is necessary when you utilize the employer filing, uh, employer filing claim system there under the state of Michigan, okay? Again, and I just wanna say this, and this should go across all states, but definitely here within the state of Michigan, do understand that even though right now during this pandemic, you as an employer are not going to be penalized for your employees filing for unemployment, okay? But I know all of us as employers that have employees have enjoyed the fact that the state of Michigan's unemployment fund has had a surplus. Many of us have had the opportunity to see our rates drop, irregardless as to whether or not you've had a claim. Okay? Do know, obviously with this pandemic, that it's putting a very, you know, a lot of pressure on that fund. And so all of us, for the most part, um, are most likely going to see all of our rates go up because the fund has to be replenished. And so we're in this together with our state. And one of the things that we can do in order to, you know, maintain and be good managers of the fund and, and assist our state and unemployment office who's doing a terrific job uh, right now is file take on some of the responsibility and make it easier for them to relieve them some of their resources by filing as a company. You can help the state out a lot with that. And by taking advantage of the work share, you are not putting as much pressure on the unemployment fund itself when you do that too as well. Okay? So I just want to make sure uh, that you understand it. And that goes across all 50 states.
all 50 states, your unemployment fund is getting, you know, pressure on it right now, and we never want to deplete our fund. I'm quite sure all of the governors have asked for additional funds to replenish it, but do know in the end, we still have to end up making that up. So let's do our part and be financially sound in how we manage it on our side um, there to relieve some of the pressure off of the fund. Okay. Now, if you're going to place that employee on a temporary leave, there are steps there that you need to follow, and you have everything right there for you if the employee is going to file on their own. If you're not going to let the employee file on their own, you don't have to give out the EIN or a, your federal identification number or any of that stuff. All you end up having to do is basically uh, get the information and you file. You have a, a memorandum of understanding that you have to complete, and you ship it off, and it's within 24 hours. The employee receives a confirmation, and you receive a confirmation, and you're able to track that. Okay. Now, the very next one that we're going to talk about is the Families First Coronavirus Response Act. Do know and understand, these two federal programs went into law on March 18th. I know that there's a lot of talk in, 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 that's going on right now about a stimulus bill that's coming. Understand, that stimulus bill is in addition to these two things that have already been taken into place or enacted into law, okay? As of March 18th, these two next two things on the federal level have been placed into law. Their effective date is April 1st. I will say that again. Their effective date is April 1st. The documents that you as an employer are required to file for these, they have not released as of yet, but I would assume that they will do them on next week as it, the uh, two acts actually go um, to be, start to be enforced. Okay? Now, if you've placed your employee or an employee accidentally terminated themselves in the system, I want you to go into your... Uh, MyWAM account for those that are in the state of Michigan. And inside of your MyWAM account, there's an area that says Account Services. I would like for you to go in that Account Services area, take a look, you'll see all the letters of, as to what employee or whoever filed. I want you to print that off, and you have the opportunity to do a response. In that response, I want you to correct it and say you laid that person off or they're on a temporary leave. Temporary leave will be a lot better um, for them. And so that's the way that you would correct that for them on their behalf. The employee will receive a notice that you made that correction on their behalf. It may take a little while because they're obviously they're backed up because if you don't do that, you will accidentally disqualify them for these federal programs, okay? Now, understand, when I say that, 
I can't terminate you and you be on leave and take advantage of a federal leave program or sick paid days or program, okay? You must be on that employer's books in order for them to take advantage of these federal programs, okay? Again, these programs take effect April 1st, and they go from April 1st to December of this year. So do understand, your employees have the opportunity to take advantage of both of these programs from April 1st to December of 2000 this year. If you're taking a look on our website again at everythinghr.net, and I'm under the news page under where it says the Employee Reduction Program Options, and I am on program number three, the Family First Coronavirus Response Act. It talks to you about who is covered. This portion of the act actually covers those employers who have fewer than 500 employees, okay? It tells you what's required. Understand the first 10 days of an employee signing up uh, for this leave is unpaid, okay? And it's unpaid if they are, you know, taking care of a minor child because their school has closed or they're a child care provider, something of that nature, they have the opportunity to tap into these funds. Do understand that the duration of the program provides them with two-thirds of their wages. Again, they get paid up to two-thirds of the employee's regular weight of pay. Okay? Now, the option number four the Emergency Paid Sick Leave Act, same thing. This applies to employers with less than 500 employees, okay? It tells you what's required. They have to be a full-time employee. They take up to 80 hours of paid leave for any of the six qualifying reasons. This benefit is also available for your part-time employees. Part-timers also have the opportunity to participate in this program too as well. Okay? Um, Do understand the leave is available immediately. Now let's take a look at the six qualifying things that they can access this for. The first one that's the very first one. The employee is subject to a legal quarantine or isolation order. For all of us in Michigan and for my family and relatives that are there in New York and Georgia and other places, there's a lot of us that are under that order right now. So just with that very first one, that makes a lot of people eligible for that particular uh, paid sick leave, okay? Do know, each one of these leaves comes with a rate of pay. If you're on my website, if you click down, go right down to the very next section, it will tell you how much, number one, would provide an employee. 
if we click on it, we know that the eligible employee, employee at their regular rate of pay up to $511 per day. Okay? So we have it right there on the website where you can take a look at and reveal the rate of pay for each of your employees. Again, now, I also will say this to all of the employers out there. A number of you will automatically think my employees are not eligible for any of that. Well, do understand, most of the things that would make an employee eligible for on this list are questions that legally you cannot ask that employee. At least you should not be asking that employee and because you cannot legally, okay? And so the forms or giving the employee, the sending them out the forms and allowing the employee to complete the forms themselves is the best thing that you can do. And so as soon as those forms are available, we will be posting them on this very same page so that you can have access to them. But for those that are you are employers that are going to take access of filing on behalf of your employee base electronically, you will be sending out that information would go out to the employees. They will fill it out so you are able to maintain their privacy. All of this is part of the HIPAA Act where an employee has the opportunity to have a confidential medical file, okay? And so it's very important if you do it by paper or if they do it by electronically, maintain and protect that employee's privacy. Again, and so with this particular one, under the Paid Sick Leave Act, same thing. Understand, it's called Paid Sick Leave Act because it's telling you they must be on a leave, not a termination, in order to qualify for this. Now, we've gone through these four options. I've talked about them, and I'm quite sure the question is, where's the money coming from? Well, the end of this quarter, which is next week, on the 31st, um, you as an employer have to pay your withholding tax, your payroll withholding tax. All of those withholdings that you have withheld from the employee on the federal and the state side, as well as the portion that you are supposed to pay on the federal and the state side, you are able to take those funds and pay the employees out for that, from that. So let me give you an example. Say for an example, your payroll uh, deduction taxes for the quarter end up being $10,000. And you need to pay out $10,000 and paid sick leave for your employee base. Well, that entire $10,000 can go directly there. And what you're going to be reporting is that you took those payroll taxes and applied those payroll taxes directly to the paid sick leave. Okay. 
Now, I'm going to give you the opposite example. What if you don't have enough money to actually pay the paid sick leave? Okay? And it can be for a number of reasons. Your cash flow is just short. Do understand, you still have to pay your payroll um, taxes. And so if you end up um, having to not having the cash flow, your payroll taxes is still due. I would highly recommend that you try to make arrangements so that there's no penalties or anything attached to you. Um, you need to call the IRS. They're supposed to have uh, information um, for you so that you can receive an immediate check. And on their, and I'm getting this information from their website. So if you want to verify it, it's, it's, we have the document on that page of my, my website. You can double-check the information, the press release, and all the information that they have on, on two sites. Number one, the irs.gov. Click on that coronavirus link, and you'll find it right there. Step two, if you want to also verify it in the Department of Labor, go to dol.gov. You'll also find the information on there, too. They stated that they would provide you with a check within two weeks. Okay? Now, do understand, some of you after this quarter um, may or some of you may have already been paying your payroll taxes all along and not just on a quarterly basis. If that applies to you, you need to also contact the IRS and let them know that you've already paid your payroll taxes and that you are requesting a check for that that you've paid out for the paid sick leave. Now, if we look at these programs, these programs go out a number of weeks. So it may end up exceeding your payroll tax that's due. If it's exceeding your payroll tax that's due, you have an option. You can leave it there to get a dollar-for-dollar dollar tax credit, or same thing. You can put a request to the IRS asking the IRS, to send you a check for what you have paid out. The IRS do understand that cash flow is everything, and if you don't have any business coming in, they understand they have to get that out to you. At least I hope they understand that. Okay? And so um, I hope that this has been beneficial to you um, as an employer. Again, you definitely want to take control of the process. Now, we talked, I started out talking about the compensation statement that we recommend and do for um, our clients um, at the end of the year to show everything and that hidden paycheck that we just finished talking about um, there so they, they know all of their benefits and things that you're providing for them. This is a very good way also. I would highly recommend that you label or spell out for each employee what benefits you've applied for for them. So if they end up getting unemployment, you put their unemployment amount there. If they end up getting uh, or if they're receiving the work share, you put that amount there for them. You also put on there, if they're receiving the First Families Act Coronavirus 
um, benefit, you put that amount there for them. And if they're taking uh, part in the paid sick leave information or act, you put that also on there. Give them a one-page total so that they're able to see, okay, this is what I have coming in. Do that for them. They should not have to sit down and figure out where they have monies coming in. You do that. You take that responsibility on for them and give them that one sheet that's spelling out where all of the funds that are coming in from all the different programs. As I'm recording this for you today, obviously there's information on a stimulus bill that has been passed, so there will be more programs also that you'll be able to add to that sheet from things that the employees will be able to access. So make certain that you keep a rolling toe for each employee. All the employees are not going to be able to apply for all of them. Some of them may have no children at all. So they may not be able to take advantage of the child care portion of the federal programs, but they definitely would be able to take part in the paid sick leave portion because for most of us that are quarantined, that's the very first one, as we talked about earlier. Okay? So, again, be certain that you, the employer, take the responsibility of actually filing on the behalf of the employee. You will be better able to track all of this. The Both of these federal programs have been modeled after FMLA, which is the Federal Medical um, Leave Act. Employers have to end up tracking that. You're responsible for that. So they're going to hold you accountable that you're tracking that. But you get your reimbursement. And do understand, health care is a part of that. If you're picking up their health care during this time frame, you are reimbursed for that. So you have to show that. You show your invoice from your, you know, whatever medical provider uh, that you have and show where you are paying that. You are also reimbursed for that. Do not forget that. That, too, goes on your employees, that statement that we're talking about. It goes on there, too, for your employee to see this is another added benefit that you are providing for them because it is something that's still getting paid. So they don't have to worry about, oh, my God, oh, my God, my health care premiums. No, you they're being paid, and you are being reimbursed either by a check or a dollar-for-dollar dollar tax credit, okay? One other thing um, I want to say, um, again, provide them with communication. Talk to them on a consistent basis, just as I started the program in saying, Make certain that you form some channel and let them know every week at this time or something or send them a blast email, but you need to make it personal. I understand time is precious for all of us, but I think it's a very good opportunity for us to make this a team-building activity. We're all in this together. 
and you have the opportunity to create very loyal employees if you do this right. And so feel free to any of the information we have on the website at everythinghr.net under news, and we have that special section for COVID-19, take advantage of all of that information that's on there. Whatever way that we can help you, we're willing to help you in that way. Obviously, as I stated before, I have expenses and employees, and my employees are working very hard right now during this time frame, and I have to make sure that we're able to keep them on the payroll. We're able to take care of our leases and things that we have out there. So I can't do the work for you, but I can guide you and provide you to do it and give you the opportunity to do it. For those of you that are in the city of Detroit, they've blessed you to pay us to assist you. So feel free in reaching out to us. Um, You must be located in the city of Detroit um, in order to qualify for uh, the funds and things that they will provide for you to receive HR assistance where we can help you file on your behalf as an employer. We'll walk you through the process, give you access um, there to our system so that you can keep your employees in pace. If you have any other questions or anything for us, feel free to reach out to us um, at 586-461-1400 or shoot us an email at support at everythinghrfs.net. That's support at everythinghrfs.net. If you are a city of Detroit business and you're looking for our assistance in which they're compensating us for, they're covering for it, when you're on the website, there should be this little tab at the bottom that says Contact Us. If you click on that little tab, um, it's going to pop up with Schedule Now. And at the very first one at the top, it's going to read City of Detroit Small Business Support Program. Let me say that again. It's going to say City of Detroit Small Business Support Program. Click on that and schedule a time that's convenient for you for us to walk you through the options. We'll go one by one with you with your employee base. If you don't know, obviously, on the federal section, a lot of that you're not going to know. But we're going to provide you with information and access to things so that you can send that out to your employees and the employees will be able to respond confidentially. And we're able to submit that and then we'll be able to um, let them know what their benefits are and assist you with compiling that compensation statement so that they can see all of the programs that you are able to provide for them. But it's critical, again, that you let them know You're doing this on their behalf because you are there to maximize the whatever program, financial program out there for them to get them as close to whole as possible. We also on the website, if you have not seen it or noticed it, we put um, some support, some things on there for employees. We started to get a lot of phone calls from employees. Um, seeing what things can they take advantage of. So we started putting things out there on employees for employees and resources for them that you can use and gift to them. 
We don't have to give them to them. It's there for you to give to them, to let them know what they should be doing with their lenders. We will be adding different food bank things that are out there, um, too, as well, that you're able to take this information and give it to your employee base. Again, thank you so very much for joining me this morning. Um, obviously, this is a – I had to re-record this um, during the live session on yesterday, right before the program, my mom got sick. And so I was trying to basically um, – maintain my own personal ethics, which comes, you know, first is my faith, my family, and my integrity is what I built the company off of and is what I live by. And so I felt that I did not provide you with all the information I wanted to forgive you uh, during the live session on yesterday. So basically, I had my mom laying on the couch, and I'm trying to remember all the things that I wanted to discuss with you. And so since I didn't feel like I gave you my best, I wanted to come back and try to make you as whole as I possibly can in re-recording the program. So I thank you so very much for your patience and being willing um, to take the time out to tune tune in to us and give us your attention. But we're here for you and we're here by you, and please let us know if we can do anything for you. Be sure to connect with us on our social media channels. Um, we are out there trying to post as much stuff that we think is beneficial to you throughout the week. Um, be sure to check back to the website daily because we're constantly adding new things, but we're only adding things that are coming directly from the source. So if we get something out there, we're taking it from the Department of Labor or we're taking it from Wage and Labor or the IRS, but some type of an authority is the only things that we are putting on our website. Again, thank you so very much for joining us today, and you guys stay safe, and I look forward to you joining us again on next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.